how about you come up with something and try and get some feedback on it, and then we can have a conversation about it. Deal? (laughs) You know what? If being creative and innovative and trying new things makes me an ass, then an ass I am. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 58 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. And lest you think that we are here to just talk about science fiction and Lord of the Rings, nay, (laughs) that is not the case. My name is Jeremy, and I am joined by my illustrious co-host and partner in life. And in crime, as it were, <laughs> Christy. So and we are here, as previously mentioned, to talk to you from the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Everybody has that friend that won't stop talking about something, and we want to talk to that friend. So join us as we explore the human experience and discuss what we nerd out about, and you nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Christina. Yes. What, what, what are you nerding out about right now in this moment? Don't overthink it. Just say, just, just speak your truth. Getting to go to sleep. Getting to go to sleep. Okay. As usual, Christy is excited to record and ready to go. You know what I'm excited about, Christina? What? I'm excited about a little thing called a pen that I found. Oh, God. It is a gift from a previous life. <laughs> As, as discussed on previous episodes, uh, in, in, in a previous life, I was a, uh, what's that called? I was a pastor. I was a pastor. Oh, I was going to say douche, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's, anyway, that's probably now. But I was a pastor. At, during my time as a pastor, I was, um, as pastors are, showered with gifts and <laughs> whatever else <laughs> somebody gave me a pen a really nice pen and i didn't do anything with it and i forgot about it and it ended up in this what pile other kind of, of things were you showered with i mean besides married woman <laughs> vagina <That's>, yeah <laughs> Other. what's that supposed to mean well you cheated on your wife while you were a pastor <laughs> okay <laughs> wow so uh so anyway um i was given a pen and i found this pen and I put it in my pocket as front of the show lax dude always tweets about how important it is to have a, for guys to have a pen mm-hmm. in their pocket, which is weird, but whatever. So I uh, decided I to find weird. this fancy pen and I've been wearing it in my pocket and I looked it up because I remembered it being a really expensive pen and I found out it's like a $300 pen. So now I no have been taking the pen. Much money. <laughs> it's got white gold on it, evidently. So, God, you need to sell it. Christy can attest. I've been carrying the pen with me everywhere all week. I've been carrying it around in my pocket, and I took it to the zoo today. I let Christy have a um, a spin with the pen <laughs> the other day. <laughs> right? You made it sound a lot more fun than it was. Yeah, well, it's... You put it on my shirt and then snapped a picture of it and then tweeted it. Yeah, and I, I would have let you continue. Spin. I would have let you continue to carry it, but you seemed extremely disinterested, <laughs> which was, to be frank... To be frank, it was a little, it was a little rude. It's a little rude, Christy. I, I would be much happier if you sold that thing. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see, right? It's a treasure from the past. Treasure. You can't, it's priceless. You cannot put a dollar, you cannot put a dollar value on the, uh, 
on the pen, except for <laughs> maybe about $300. <laughs> anyway, why are you so tired? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. So, guys, we had a somewhat, I don't know, we had a discussion about the events going on in Ferguson. It didn't really pan out the way that I had hoped. Christy hasn't watched as much of the news mm-hmm. as I have. Um, and so she wasn't really in a place where she could talk about it or was ready or like wanting to talk about it <laughs> as mm-hmm. we were recording. And so I'm going to actually... side note, I did warn you before. I'm going to pull... I'm going to just get rid of it because it was a horrible conversation and it didn't go anywhere and was not helpful or informative. But I will say this. I made a, a list of reporters that are reporting from like from the ground um, on at, at Ferguson. Uh, I made it on Twitter and I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can check mm-hmm. it out if you want to. If you can go to click on it and it'll bring up a list of tweets related to Ferguson from reliable actual reporters that are on the ground doing stuff. Including my um, news boyfriend, Chris Hayes. I think that it's an important... Uh, I think that it's a super important issue and it's, I think it's something that we should all be paying attention uh, to. And so I would encourage you all to check it out. Either look at that list or just look at the hashtag Ferguson on Twitter or, uh, you know, just pay attention to the news because it's, mm-hmm. it's going to become a insane. bigger and bigger story as time goes on. And I would encourage you to check it out. Okay. And now we're just going to awkwardly transition into us talking about <laughs> Christy getting a job. All right. Bye. Yeah, we have an announcement to make. Oh, I got a job. Christy got a job. So now Christy can unlock her Twitter account. Yes. And she can stop tweeting at banks and um, clothing <laughs> manufacturers from the Nerd Out Loud account, which is exciting. Well, I probably still will do that. <laughs> Just to bother me or? Well, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I didn't. You shouldn't have told me it bothered you because now I'm exclusively yeah, going to do it. I'm sure. Yep. So I start tomorrow. Yeah. You start your new hours. job tomorrow. Congratulations. How, have you decided how much you're going to share on the show about it or? Oh, that's a good, I didn't think of it. <laughs> well, you, you put it on Facebook. That's public, right? Whatever you put on Facebook. Yeah. Did you, did you say where it was? No. Okay. So I, what, well, am, why don't you say what you're going to be doing? I'm assistant, assistant CFO. <laughs> she is assistant to the CFO. Right. What you couldn't see was the asterisk that she right. placed there. So yeah, she's um, going to be an assistant to the CFO at a major company. Major. A major Fortune 500 company. Major. I don't know what Fortune 500 really actually is. I don't. And I, <laughs> but it I is don't not. Think that that. It is not. <laughs> it's a company, we'll say this, it's a company that probably the majority of our listeners have interacted with yes. the product of this company that is true but have never heard of it yes and don't know what it is if exactly. we were to tell you the name of the company you would say you what i've never heard know. of it right so that's kind of exciting and this has been how long have you been unemployed um officially yeah since july 1st you've been okay and unofficial wait what does that mean officially means that the family stopped paying me on july 1st got it got it got it so i mean i've been interviewing since March, mm-hmm. um, because that's when they cut my salary in half and told me I was going to be gone. And then they kept extending it because they needed me to do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. But as of July 1st, they didn't pay pay me anymore. And that's when I officially started keeping track of all of my interviews and everything that I, um, um, that I applied for because you have yeah. to for unemployment. 
And I, between July 1st and August 12th, I applied for 137 jobs. Mm-hmm. I, um, and I went on 23 in-person interviews and 57 phone interviews in that span of time. Yeah. And got, did you keep track of how many rejection notices you got? Oh, <laughs> t- tons. I have them in my email. Yeah. But the, I got this, the job that I accepted, I, um, accepted it and then the next day i got another job offer but it was for a contract oh from the gates foundation yes are we saying that oh, well you did it doesn't matter <laughs> well it's not yeah. live so right. i can always go back no, and edit it's it out. totally fine <laughs> i um yes i got i got offered a contract job for the gates foundation yeah well are you so are you excited about your new job I am. I'm nervous and excited. I'm nervous because I haven't worked for a real company for almost eight yep. years. So during your, how many interviews did you say you had? In person or with phone? Either one. Combined. In Combined. Person, how many total interviews? Okay. 23 in person. And how many w- phone interviews? Oh, geez. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I thought, sorry. I oh. thought you said a number. Earlier. It's either 47 or 53. Okay. So a lot. You've had probably a lot. 60 to 70 Something, interviews. Yes. Okay. So in those 60 to 70 interviews, have you been asked some pretty weird questions? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, any, anything stand out? Well, one person asked me if I was put in my boss's will, mm-hmm. which I think is a really weird question. Weird and probably inappropriate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, after the, after one of my interviews, they asked me if I was going to write a book about my adventures because it was so weird. Oh, did you tell them that you were? I did not because oh. I didn't, I wanted the job. So oh. I didn't want them to think I'm going to write a book. Is that the job that you got? No. All right. Um, Let's call them back. (laughs) A really weird situation where I applied for a job. It just said assistant to the CEO and I applied for it and then, and it said confidential. And then I got this email that was almost like a, it was from a ghost, a a ghost email. It was a ghost email. it, It just is like a weird given by Craigslist. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And it, it sent and it said, um, it asked me, they asked me five questions, mm-hmm. just random job type questions. And then, then they wrote back same. I answered all these. I didn't know what company it was for. I didn't know anything. And then, um, then they wrote back and said, is this amount of money? Okay. Yeah. And then once I said, yeah, that, that sounds okay. Then they wrote and said what it was the problem. And then, then I had an in-person interview with the HR person, but it had to be at a lunch place. And then the next, and then I met with the CEO, but we had to meet at a club, a dinner club in a bar because he was going to fire his assistant and none of the interview dates could be on any calendars oh, that sh- and they couldn't call me or email me. The person she would monitors. have access to. <laughs> right. oh my God. So that was really weird. And also I didn't feel that I wanted to work for a place that was going to secretly, Se- that was secretly. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like you're breaking some kind of assistant code. Not that there is that, but it just feels that there's not an assistant code. No. I mean, if there is, no. I don't know about it. Oh. <laughs> you weren't in I'm, on those, you weren't in on those discussions. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is that, 
um, my job was so strange that putting it, it doesn't fit quite into a box and to describe it, it doesn't really translate necessarily to corporate world, but that doesn't mean, I mean, um, I could, I could spend, well, I could have signing privileges on my boss's accounts for $2 million per day. Um, I could make stock trades. I basically ran his whole entire life. So then to say that I didn't have much corporate experience isn't really true. It just isn't in the normal sense of the word. Yeah. Do you remember any of the weird things that I, Oh, there was one, one interview with Amazon where the lady, she was definitely an older woman. And when she asked a question, she just did not understand technology at all, which is weird that she's been, she, she was there since it started, since Amazon started. She's probably one of those relics that they won't ever, they're just going to let her retire. Um, she did not understand the concept or the, the example that I was giving. And she just kept saying, okay, now what was that again? And you could hear her typing, but she was kind of doing the like hunt, hunt and peck. peck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just, I just wanted, after I explained it two to three times, I wanted to say, uh, well, first of all, I'm not going to get this job. And secondly, I just want to end the, I just want to say, ah, uh, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. And of course I didn't get that job, but no, of course not. So along the lines of weird interview questions, I found mm-hmm. a, I found a article <laughs> that I wanted to do last week. <laughs> I had brought it up to maybe do on the last show, mm-hmm. but at that point you hadn't yet been offered a job and you were not in necessarily yeah, a place emotionally. Inter- <laughs> like four to five interviews a week. I got tired of talking about myself. And you were not, um, not in a place emotionally mm-hmm. to to necessarily have that discussion. Okay. That said... So I have a list of 25. Oh God, 25 is a lot. Uh, well, we're not going to go over all 25. Okay. I have a list of 25 odd interview questions that were asked. Uh, these are all pretty major companies okay. <laughs> the, that these were regularly asked at. And um, this is from a uh, website called Glassdoor okay. that you've used in the past, yes. right? To uh, it, it, What is it? It's like a place where people can kind of anonymously review Businesses, they right? Company, they review companies. You can put how much you make, so then you can look it up if you were um, going for a specific job and title. Um, and then also, what else is there? Reviews. Oh, interview process. You can oh, okay. say yeah. what the interview process is like. So this is from Glassdoor, and um, you have not seen any of these. No. So we're going to test out your interviewing skills right now. So am I supposed to answer as if because how here's I the would deal. I personally, I mean, I, I've, I haven't done 60 interviews in my life, in okay. my entire life. Right. <laughs> I've, I've pretty much almost every job that I've applied for, I've ended up getting. Up until this so, point, that, th- that's exactly the same with me. Oh, Jesus. Every single one. And so this was pretty yeah. hard. To be fair, though, it's safe to say you make, you make a little bit more money than me. So that might be something. <laughs> the, 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 quality of the jobs that were being applied for <laughs> might have been um were probably a little different and for the most part yeah for the most part what yeah no well okay. i for the most part i have all the jobs that i've gotten have been like on recommendations or like people that mm-hmm. i knew like i knew somebody there or kind of had an in in some level and i'm sure that that was beneficial in one way or another. Yeah. These well, were remember these were interviews. You're just going in dry. Well, remember <laughs> back in back in March, 
the first interview I ever went on, I I was about to get the job. But the whole company, the whole... Right. Yeah, so, that was true. That's true. And that was a recommendation. That this was, one was a weird one because I never actually applied for it. They found me on LinkedIn. Oh, they... Okay. So they found me. And that's the another another thing about if anyone's about to be unemployed or is currently... You get a lot of shit emails and people reaching out to you. Um, <laughs> do you want to be a personal financial advisor? Do you want to sell insurance? Do you want to um, be a real estate agent? You get these constant emails and phone calls, just cold calls asking you to yeah. if you want um, different positions. So um, when this came in and it was from LinkedIn, I'm like, nope, I'm not even going to try it. And then... Once it and they had contacted me first in the beginning of June, and I just wasn't interested. And then once I had to start applying for three jobs a day, and they reached out for the third time, yeah. I just, I just went with it. Jesus, yeah. yeah, here you are, and here you are, Christy. All right, so hi, hi, Christy. Am I supposed to be doing this like how I would really do it? Let me shake your hand. My name's Jeremy. I'll be interviewing you today. Thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure to see you. You look nice. No. I'm not sure I wouldn't that have made it. that choice with the shorts, but you know what? Hey, to each his own. I I will give you points for An creativity. An interviewer would not say that, uh, would not comment on how you look. You don't know that. Well, it's If not. I was interviewing, maybe I would. Well, okay. it's not a problem. Oh. An interviewee wouldn't start critiquing the interviewer. Can I There's quickly, something for you. Can I quickly go back to, I don't know if I've ever told the story of my interview with my boss that passed away. Did I ever tell that story? Mm-mm. Okay, so I should tell that story. The last interview I had ever gone on before all of this shit storm of interviews, um, I came into his office and sat down and he said, how old are you? And I told him. And then he said, are you married? And I said, no, I'm divorced. Do you have any kids? No. And then he said, okay. Um, if you can mm-hmm. tell me, and just so you know, those are all the questions you're not allowed to ask. Yeah. And um, then he took this picture of him. It was obviously him and years and years, probably 30 years before um, him with another person. Mm -hmm. And he said, if you can tell me who's in this picture with me, I will instantly give you the job right now. Oh. And I said, oh, he looks really familiar, but I'm sorry. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And turned out to be John Wayne. But it was John Wayne not when he was making movies and he was completely bald, but he was known for, he wore a toupee. No one ever knew he was actually bald. So that was my interview. (laughs) That was my interview process. So, so now coming into these interviews where (laughs) I'm, I'm there at the Gates foundation when I was there for three hours and saw four different people. And that was on the second go around. So that's, these are extensive interviews that i'm going on so i just wanted to say there's a little difference okay well again i mean thanks for coming in that was so really interesting that you chose to open up the interview (laughs) with a story about an interview at your previous job but you know again i'm not here to critique i'm just here to learn a little bit about you okay because i am interested in um see if you'd be a good fit at this company okay what's the company uh, called well uh in in this case it's apple Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, if uh, if you were a pizza delivery person, uh, how would you benefit from a pair of scissors? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh, there's so many ways. Oh, okay. <laughs> like what? 
Well, I, and that- here's the good part. And scene. Here's the good part. I actually have a list of some of the answers that people have given because it includes answers. So okay, um, say the pizza uh, didn't get cut uh-huh. before it was put into the box. Oh, okay, you could back cut up. It. Sure. Yes. That's, so that's your answer. Well, that I mean, there's tons. <laughs> yeah. Pizza. I, had- I mean, you could um, cut receipts. You could slice your own wrist because you're a pizza delivery person. That's that's called a joke. <laughs> That's not a nice joke. Oh, you could slash someone's tires because you're okay. What I mean, give me some of the answers people gave. They said um, to gently cut my way to the CEO for an interview, which I shall get. Nope. No, no, that's probably not a good one. Uh, I'd offer to make the pieces smaller for the kids. That's a good answer. That's kind of what I said. Yeah. Is my dog having a seizure? No, no, he's just Just being being weird. Yeah. How lucky are you and why, Christy? Oh, my God. I've had questions like this. <laughs> um, I don't believe in luck. Okay. I think you make your own Oh, that's good. That's opportunities. Good. Yeah, that's but, I mean, I actually believe that. That was from, that was from uh, Airbnb. Oh, are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Oh. Am I supposed to answer how I would? Yeah. Just answer some of okay. these questions. Um. So first of all, what I would do is I would say, hmm, that's a really good question. Stall, yeah. Yeah, you, you can always do, you repeat do that first. the question. Like, oh, I've never had hmm, that one am before. Am I more of a hunter or hunter a gatherer? Gatherer. You know, I can see that you guys have really put a lot of thought into this interview yes. process. I like to hunt down information to collect it, but then and that would be a, a gather it. <laughs> um, so probably I would say gather because I like to gather information and know everything before i attack it okay okay so lame how does the internet work (laughs) it's a a series of tubes um that's a really dumb question okay so you really wouldn't have i would say uh do you mean you you really want to know or is is this a question because I'm having a technical job and you need to n- really know how it works? Let's say it's a, it's more of a theoretical. Oh. I like this answer. This is the answer that I would have. The internet does not work. We work using the internet. Hmm. Douche. <laughs> you think that's a douche move? I think most of these questions and the answers that we're supposed to give are not things people actually believe or think. And anytime I was asked a question, I could tell what that person wanted me to say Yeah. in the theme. I mean, I got better at it, obviously. Um, Theoretically. But, I don't know, after 60 interviews. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I could tell, I mean, it would be in the same company, the same interview, and one person would leave and then another person would come in and it would be a completely different answer that they were looking for. And I could tell. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's just pretty annoying. What, what is the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? Hmm. This would well, be a good opportunity to plug the podcast well, during no. an interview. No, no, no. You yeah. don't talk about that at all. This would be great. <laughs> I did in the interview where I got, he Asked, he said, well, you don't really have any marketing experience. And I know that part of um, his thing 
is marketing uh-huh. and he, he's really into it. And I had read his LinkedIn and that he was, um, that he had some background information or background education. Um, so I just said, I really nerd out about, um, marketing through social media. And then he's like, <laughs> really? So I actually no, said, nerd out. <laughs> I said it because they are, are terrible at it and they need help. Okay. But, and then he said, well, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, I like when a company does really well at it. Uh huh. And when they do terrible, terrible at it, I just, I yeah. just cringe. And there's more companies that are terrible <laughs> at marketing through social media than are good. Okay. You think that's true? Okay. I do think it's true. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know you're a huge enthusiast of social media. You're always talking about it and no, using I'm always it listening and- to people talk <laughs> at me about it. <laughs> Complaining about yeah. it. So the funniest thing that's actually happened to me is somehow my LinkedIn page keeps requesting everybody in my Gmail contacts. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you a little bit. Nice of, job with the blame shifting, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. It's totally my fault. I just don't know how to No, it's it. your LinkedIn page's fault. It's not your fault. No, no, no. My LinkedIn <laughs> page is doing it because of something I did to it, and I don't know what it is. And it keeps doing it. It keeps on requesting everybody that's yeah. in your email so contacts to be a friend. Gmail works is anytime you get an email or send one, it holds on to that as a contact, which mm-hmm. is nice, except for in this case, because everybody who's rejected me for a job has now got a LinkedIn yeah. request for me. Well, you never know that those those <laughs> rejection letters today could be acceptance letters tomorrow. Oh, God. Dun, dun, dun. So that's the funniest thing that's Hashtag happened to the me. more you know. But I wouldn't tell that to an employer. What would you have said? Oh, I don't know. I would have used that opportunity to talk about the pen. What? Personally, how I found a pen, and now I take this pen with me, and we go on adventures together. Except for the story you told in your most recent interview was about your breakdown about buying pants. Yeah, yeah, and I got That's the job. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> I I probably would have stole. Did that we talk story. about that? No. Do should we talk about sure. it? Sure. I went. So I for the job that I recently interviewed for. I realized the day before that I didn't really have any dress pants that fit. They're either like way too big. Yeah, like way too, like comically big. Yeah, they're like, I don't know even how. Were you like cinched them up and they still, they were like. always? Have you ever? So they were just always too big. Yeah. Which is embarrassing because I've worn them a lot. But okay. So I had this pair of dress pants that was abnormally big. Like they look like chef pants or something. And they were also straight down. They weren't tapered at all. They looked, they looked like more, a pair of like Jinko jeans, but like dress pant material. Or remember those um, muscle pants? Oh, yeah. That's kind of what they look like too. Yeah. So they were baggy. So I went to go get another pair. I went to go get another uh, a pair of dress pants the day before the interview. Mm-hmm. And it did not go well. He had a full on <laughs> meltdown yeah. in the store. It did not go well. He was yelling while they he was in the dressing room. Dress pants don't just don't fit on my body very well i don't have i don't have the body for dress clothes <laughs> they did not oh sure that's a good not excuse fit. they did not fit on me well yeah, so you told because and then you had anxiety that the the tag thing didn't get taken off the remember the security tag the security tag oh, because yeah. then you you got nervous you had anxiety that they hadn't taken it off and then that. when you went to the interview you were scared and you wanted to say Let's just address the elephant in the room. I yeah. did not steal these yeah. pants. Yeah, no, I had 
I had, I had, ner- I had weirdness of like, wh- what if, what if you noticed as you're walking into the interview that the security tag was still on the pants? And I was like, how do you bring, do you just ignore it and try and like awkwardly cover that mm-hmm. up the whole time? And I had decided, I had pre-decided that my, if I was to walk into that interview and I noticed it, I would say, let's just address the elephant in the room. Yes, I know there's a mm-hmm. sur- security tag on my pants. No, I did not steal them. So yeah. that was, yeah, but I did. I had a me- mental breakdown a little bit, I, a little, little bit, bit <laughs> at were, the store. You were I yelling. Scre- yeah. <laughs> I was yelling. I was yelling things from the dressing room. Maybe yes. I was like, I well, first of all, I'm alarmingly close to, uh, so usually there's a certain size of men's pants, like right around 38, some mm. 40, 42 is like the top end of pants that they usually have in like the non-fat person section Mm -hmm. for for men's pants special store and i'm like i used to be a 36 i'm 38 plus ish now Mm -hmm. with dress pants for whatever reason the dress pants that i was trying on were like we were getting into 40 territory Mm -hmm. like 38 40 (laughs) territory and i was extremely uncomfortable with that i was not okay with that it was was worse than any girl i've ever seen they did not fit me like if they fit around my waist they were super baggy and did not fit the rest of my body i looked like a little kid wearing my dad's like I had tried on my dad's dress clothes for the day. Yeah. <laughs> and and then if the if they fit on my legs right, then they weren't even close to sitting right on my waist. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't butt them button them up or mm-hmm. I would have been scared to sit down for fear that I would You'd have have a blowout. So he blowout, was yelling things like happened. they don't even sell this size in regular stores. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was just I said they're not going to want to give me a job because they're scared I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat them all. Yeah. So that was what was going on. Luckily, it was about ten o'clock at night, and there was no other people in the store. But I was trying to be supportive, but I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Well, I know you might not understand what that's like because you're not never had that dilemma with men's clothes. But yeah, yeah. but. I mean, women <laughs> women have that as well. It's just I've right. never seen. So that was I. That was my that I did awkwardly bring that up in my job interview. And you got the job. <laughs> and I still got the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I said, I said um, something about how I was. Oh, every somebody said that I was dressed. Uh, that I was overdressed. Somebody said that I was overdressed. But they, then they also pointed out that that was a good thing. And I said, well, they always say dress for the job. Dress for the job you wanted, and I've always wanted to be my dad, so (laughs) it worked out. And then I said, I'm actually really relieved that we don't have to wear dress pants every day because this is the only pair of dress pants that I own, and they're really uncomfortable. (laughs) Was your boss wearing his sandals without socks and shorts? Oh, no. No, no, not that day. Okay. No, I do. It is a casual. It's a casual work environment where I'm at now, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. Even more casual than um, my previous job, so... I'm thankful for that. So anyway, well, congratulations, Christina. Let me uh, let you. me find one more. Let's let's find one more to 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 ask you here. If you were a box of cereal, mm. what would you be and why? Hmm. Probably honey bunches of oats. Okay. Because I'm sweet. You're sweet. Oh. But also, can be um, uh, lots of texture. Give you constipation. To me. Oh. No, lots of texture, lots of different flavor varieties. Okay. That's the kind of answer that they want to that oh, they want God. you to give. Those kind of things. I one, don't eat cereal. 
There's unless it's GMO and, free. There's, it's, po- <laughs> it's poison. There's a um an interview technique where they try to basically break you down. Mm-hmm. Um so I had a question that was um there's a jet in the parking lot and you have to have it weighed. Mm-hmm. You have to weigh it. Um how would you do it? Okay. So answer. I would Google how much the plane cost. It's a brand new plane plane model that it's not not anywhere on the internet. I would build a tank of water that was as big as the plane mm-hmm. and then I would immerse the plane in the water and then see how much water is displaced by the plane and then weigh that. Okay. Um where would you get the tank? You only have till you have 24 hours to find it out. Well, I'm at the factory where they made the plane and mm-hmm. there's a tank The factory there. is closed. I would break in. Well, it's it's Boeing and there's government, you know, you have to have like clearances and stuff, so. Well, I know how to pick locks. Well, it's not a lock. I know how to pick electronic locks. <laughs> so basically they take away every single answer <laughs> and then actually the water tank is the right answer. Um, of course it is. But Duh. that's the thing is. When I said that, they did. But where are you going to get the tank? Where yeah. are you going to get but that also, much water? Where are you like, going to do this? I don't. That wouldn't actually work, right? Because you. I mean, you could measure the volume of the plane, but not the weight, right? Because that's telling you the weight of the water that it displaces, but that's not going to be the same as the weight of the plane, right? Yeah, it was. I'm it not, was just. I'm not an engineer, <laughs> but it's just. I know. It's just a thing, and the funny part is that. A lot of people with different personality types get angry at that kind of questioning because they think this is the right answer. And then when you take that away, they're like, well, no. Okay, well, this. And then they start to get angry. Yeah. And I just I just think that it's an annoying type of questioning. It's supposed to see if you can think outside the box. Got it. As it were. Yes. I hate Even box, though they want you to put saying. the plane in a box filled right. with water. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations, Christina. Thank you. I'm very excited for you. Oh, and that was for um, that was for a little company called Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, that I'm nice... working. No, oh. <laughs> that question, <laughs> the box of cereal question. <laughs> yeah, what you got planned today? I don't know. Like on Home Depot. Why? Why do my headphones keep just randomly flying off? I don't know. It looks to me like you keep taking them off. No, they're, they keep going <laughs> you like this. Turn de- you turn off your microphone. Which I have is this louder like, than I have a just really weird shaped tiny head, head. Oh, mm-hmm. so beanie hats knit hats always do that they just like come up kind of like a the reservoir tip on a condom and yeah. then just kind of pop off oh. and that's what's happening here fantastic i don't know what's happening <laughs> so christina we have a couple things left okay what do you why do you keep turning your microphone off well i wanted to ask you how long if oh. how much more segments we have did you have something you want to talk about well, just the way you said, and I, if it was too much, I could. You could turn over. Oh no, that's fine. I'm gonna cut out the whole thing at the beginning and re-record part of it at the end. Great. Because we don't need to listen to me talk about Ferguson and you feign interest. Uh, okay, so we have two. We have two things left on our run sheet that I made for mm-hmm. the show. Uh, Christy hates everything, mm-hmm. and this week in space news. Which one? Sh- which should we go with first? Well, we should probably do this week in space news because I also hate it. Um, <laughs> and then you can add and, it to your list. But also, do we really have to do this once a week? Yes. Can we have it be this month? In I'll tell you what we have. I have had feedback from multiple people 
on social media mm-hmm. regarding this segment. That was positive feedback. Are you sure? Yes. What did they that say? That they enjoyed it and that it was You're a space douche? No. Oh, nobody said I was a space douche. <laughs> um, question. What's wrong with you? If I can get multiple people plus one to say that they hate it. I'll tell you what. Instead of crapping on creativity, <laughs> how about you come up with something better? How about you come up with something and try and get some feedback on it? And then we can have a conversation about it. Deal? <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> you know what? If being creative and innovative and trying new things makes me an ass, then an ass I am. <laughs> Make a drop out of that. <laughs> All right. Space okay. news. This week in space news. I'm going to keep it short this time. Short and sweet. Christy, what if I told you that there was a space probe out there that has been in space since before I was born that has now, that is the first civilian controlled satellite in the history of anything? What if civilian controlled? What, what does that mean? It means, well, right now, everything that's up in space is mm-hmm. either commercially owned, military or, you know, a government agency like NASA. So just some guy put thing. a probe in the no. sky? No. So funny that you would ask that. There's a probe uh, called the IC3, I-S-E-E-3. And it was sent up to explore the, it was sent up to explore the sun in the 70s, I believe. It went up, it traveled around, it had a battery in it. The battery died. Good news though. It's got solar panels on it. So I think in the 80s, I want to say 1984 or 87, it was right after I was born. Basically, they used the last little bit of energy left in this thing to shoot it in a big wide orbit around the sun, knowing it was going to come back in August of 2014. Mm -hmm. So the satellite's coming back August of 2014, but this is way back right after. I mean, this is almost 30 years ago that it was gone. It came back to a much different, a much different world. So it came back. Somebody got online, did a crowdsourced, a crowdsourcing campaign, and a bunch of basically amateur space nerds that are just people that are into space took over an abandoned McDonald's in California and reconnected to the satellite, booted it back up using the solar power that the, the solar panels that are now powering it and are basically flying this satellite around doing science and space. Hmm. And when will it land? It's not going to land. Never? It's, no, it's just up in space. It's going to go around oh. and look at stuff. Where's so it's this got a McDonald's? website. It's in California. It's an abandoned McDonald's. So it's got a website, and the satellite also has a Twitter account. But if you just go to spacecraftforall.com, there's a really cool um, – it's actually a website that Google put together to kind of show off the cool stuff that Chrome does. So mm-hmm. you can, like, look at it on Chrome if you can. And it's really cool. It's got a whole timeline of it. Um, it's called the IC3 Reboot Project, a crowdfunded effort to attempt to get in contact and gain control of the decommissioned spacecraft for the benefit – of citizen science and they were actually successful in it and they're doing this all from it's a bunch of amateur people doing it from an abandoned mcdonald's what i just think is rad yeah so that's cool are they gonna get shut down i mean you can't just squat in a in an old business can i you? am not sure about the logistics of that i'm sure that um yeah i'm sure that that's probably can they make those they pies sorted out? It's just a McDonald's that was no longer being used. I'm not sure that it was oh. not sure what the details of that situation are. Okay. 
Yeah, but there's probably they probably can't get pies there. Oh, <laughs> can they make those the cherry pies? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. So that's it. That's what I got. Okay. That's this week in space news. So you told me you had a um another uh, another returning segment. Uh, Christy hates, Christy everything. hates everything. Although our last episode was kind of an entire episode of Christy hates everything. Yeah. It was just Christy calls in a drone strike. So this week, um, what's really annoyed me is people on Facebook. That's yeah. what I hate. Okay, and um, that's a combination of the stuff. A little bit about the stuff that happened in Ferguson. Okay, but mostly Robin William, the death of Robin Williams. What about you about the Ferguson thing? Oh, just people adding, talking about it. You didn't want people talking about Ferguson on Facebook? No, how people talk about it. Oh, I haven't seen anybody on Facebook talking about Ferguson. Only a little bit. Oh, okay. But what they're saying is mostly, um, why aren't we seeing this? And then they, oh, we're going to do a whole show on it next week. People doing the bucket challenge, then complaining about the bucket mm-hmm. challenge, then back to doing it again. Yeah. So we'll do how we're going to have a whole we segment are. on gonna that. We're going to have an entire but episode. But that's people that are talking making about that. me coming this week. annoyed. So that that's why Facebook. But after this Robin Williams, um, death of Robin Williams slash suicide, the dummies really came out. Yeah. There were people writing big, I mean, long manifestos of why, you know, why they loved him um, why this mattered to them, why he mattered to them, what their favorite movies were, um, why depression, why, why suicide is selfish and why it's not selfish and back and forth and big, um, big debates Mm -hmm. through Facebook that never solves anything because no one ever changes their mind, um, from one of these rants. Um, and I, I read a lot of good stuff. I mean, I wasn't swayed because I don't, I've been affected by um, suicide and and know people that have also, and I don't view suicide as being selfish. I know you think that it is. Um, So reading all of the, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I think that it is. I, that's always been, I've always said that I've always said that. And until I've been pushed, I mean, I, people were talking about that um, dude that -hmm. wrote that article. What's his name? Do you remember? No. Okay. There was a guy that wrote an article talking about how suicide was selfish, mm-hmm. and um, oh, the that and that Christian was dude. that was something that I that was something that I always said, and maybe it's I didn't know maybe it's a Christian thing I don't know, but it was a narrative that I always had, and people I heard a lot of people that I generally agree with saying otherwise, and so mm-hmm. I reached out to a number of them and just said I'd love to understand why it's not selfish <laughs> because mm-hmm. looking at it from a distance it certainly seems selfish um and uh yeah so i i wouldn't necessarily say that i believe that it is mm-hmm. i just that had been well, kind of the th- because my you're go-to making, statement about it <laughs> you're making someone's death about you by I saying it's say selfish that. by no. saying it's selfish no That's i how mean I feel. not about me like but about, the, the survivors oh yeah yeah whereas someone that is so depressed that they decide that they're going to take their life feels that they're doing they're being selfless. Yeah. Because they feel that they're a burden to people. Yeah. So um so that's that's that. But the thing that really um annoyed me about all of it, there was a lot of shit. That guy, I don't remember his name that wrote that article Matt that Walsh? Maybe. That made me like seriously want to 
punch babies in the face. It's not worth even remembering. Um, this article made me the most angry. Okay. BuzzFeed article, 21 things nobody tells you about being depressed. Oh, no. With gifts, gifts <laughs> oh, loaded Jesus. into it, including one with Eeyore and Tigger. Uh-huh. Just, I mean, it was just horrible. Yeah. Peanuts. That's disgusting and gross. It's it totally is. and the and the weird part is that if you actually read between the gifts and the stupid BuzzFeed words, it actually had a lot of good things to say. Yeah, that's but, oh god, that's so gross. <laughs> that's so gross. It is. Did you know that? So the, that's what made me angry this week. Did you know that the CDC has a? I I found out about this last week. The CDC has an actual guideline that like all the media agencies have gotten together and decided how to report on suicides oh really how to deal with it the cdc like actually put out a thing it's called the suicide contagion (laughs) there's this thing that they've identified called the suicide contagion where they recognize that when people when they report on suicide and talk about suicide in the media it often leads to an uptake in suicides because it's it, it, it can become a cycle yeah, I I read that where if people say good things about him and talk about how beloved he was, that will make someone who's on the verge of 50-50 whether it they're co- going to kill themselves. It could because they can kind of glorify or romant- romanticize. Is that the right word? Yeah. I think people call it suicidal ideation where they kind of start to like glorify the concept of suicide mm-hmm. we're getting into really scary water here because neither you or i are <laughs> are necessarily experts on this but uh but yeah i mean they said in the cdc article aspects of news coverage that can promote suicide the suicide contagion um presenting simplistic explanations for suicide which is pretty i mean it's a super complicated issue mm-hmm. i think that we can all agree to that Engaging in repetitive, ongoing, or excessive reporting of suicide in the news. Kind of obsessing about it. That's obviously okay. I per- just view it as... Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I view it as more of... Um, you know how everybody said that um, people that are anti-marijuana legalization say, well, if it's legal, then a, a bunch of people are going to use it. And I think that that's probably the case with some. Like, oh, now it's legal. I'll, I'll go ahead and use it because I won't get in trouble. But yeah. I, but the majority of the population isn't going to go. Oh yeah, this this thing I've never wanted to do. Now I want to do it. I honestly don't think that someone who's having a happy life and doesn't suffer from depression and be like, oh well, Robin Williams got a lot of attention, so I should probably kill myself. Well, except for statistically, that's not true. <laughs> we don't. They don't ask the person statistically if they're having depression. Okay. I mean, those numbers aren't added in there. Yeah. And usually when you get to that point, you haven't been treated for it. You haven't told anybody. So the, it's hard to, you can't calculate those numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it talks the glorifying suicide or persons who commit suicide. Makes sense. Uh, focusing on the suicide completers, positive characteristics. So anyway, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that situation and obviously i think that we would be remiss if we were going to talk about the subject of suicide without bringing up the fact that if anybody listening to this for any reason is having thoughts of that or struggling with depression there are tons of free resources out there um i know that there's a national suicide prevention lifeline 
the number I just looked it up one eight hundred two seven three talk one eight hundred two seven three talk eight two five five is the last or you can just go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. dot org but there's tons of free resources out there so I think obviously if that's something that you are dealing with please get help right yeah yeah so uh yeah, so Christy hates suicide, I guess. Was no. that your Christy hates everything? Facebook. Oh, I see. I hate people on Facebook. Christy hates but like people I said on Facebook. To Mike, and I just kind of hate Facebook like as an organization. No, I actually really like Facebook it. Facebook is a necessary evil. Well, it's not necessary. Um, I like it because if I didn't, I would just unfriend all these people. But I like the shit showiness of it. But the last couple of weeks, I've hated it. gets it. to you from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, you can only handle a certain level of uh, shit. Mm-hmm. showiness all right christina well i think that we're pretty much coming to an end so like we said we're going to be doing a show kind of talking about hashtag activism and the ice bucket challenge and mm-hmm. some of that stuff that's been going on um one exciting piece of news is that uh we have recovered most of christina's uh old podcast what are we doing? And I have reposted them online. Um, there's not an iTunes feed right now, but you can go to whatarewedoing.net and there's 23 episodes and we have all but three of them. So there's, what numbers are they? Uh, episode 17 is still missing. I think it's 17, 20 and 21 or something so like if that. You randomly happen to have those episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you file. guys have listened to, what are we doing? Christie's old podcast. And you have any of the files, any of the MP3s that you've downloaded message me, uh, let us know, hit us up on the website, let us know. Um, and yeah, because I want to get those posted. So I'm actually going to, um, you can go to what are we doing.net and you can subscribe or you can play them all. You know, it's, it's a WordPress blog and you can go through and listen to them. Uh, I was re listening to some of them last week and it's, mm-hmm. it was a good show. Um, <laughs> but don't, don't act surprised. No, that was, <laughs> I've been a while since I've listened anyway. So you can listen to a bunch from there. Um, I'm going to try and resubmit the feed to iTunes just for fun, just so people can get it on there if they want to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that's, um, that's about it. Of course, if you want to get a hold of us, you can go to our website, www.nerdoutloudpod.com. We have all of our contact information on there. We have an email address, nerdoutloudpod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Contact us, say hi, tell us that you love, you know what, tweet us, Facebook, whatever, and let us know that you love this week in space news because uh, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep bringing it. I'm going to keep okay. bringing it, guys. <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to. Chrissy, do you have any last words? I don't care if you love or hate us. Just don't talk shit and don't make up stories about me. Don't make up lies. Don't make up lies. Because it's mean. Don't be mean. All right, guys. And uh, also, This Week in Space News is the best segment in the history of podcasts. All right, guys. Let your nerd flag fly. Jesus. The black something <laughs> in St. Louis. <laughs> okay. I don't think Michael Sam's from St. Louis. But he plays for the Rams. Oh. Oh, well, he does now, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Never mind. <laughs>